Hello, this is Grant Francis. Thank you for joining me for another instalment of Grant Francis Does a Podcast. Please like, follow and subscribe and search for Grant Francis UK in all of your socials. This podcast is produced by The Useful Media Company. In this Mayflower Meets episode, we meet a performer who started life in very humble surroundings by a river, in Jamaica in fact. He then made it famous in 2018 on X Factor and is now one of the leading stars of the new The Drifters Girl stage show touring across the UK. It's Dalton Harris. First of all, Dalton, tell me a little bit about you. Where did your passion for performance ignite? Where did it all start? Ah, interesting. So as a kid, I was a, I grew up in an abusive family. So my mom would beat us too hard. Uh, so I think I always had a lot of time on my hands, but I realized, I think I remember the first time I learned a song, it was like Turn Off the Lights by Nelly Furtado. And um, uh, this just happened to be one day that I just have this very vivid memory. Um, I learned the song and then I was like, yo, this is all cool because I feel like I was escaping. But obviously I had no idea of the vocabulary for what escapism meant at like five or four. Um, but I think I realized I started competing very early. I was competing at nine, 10 and I would win, but most importantly, I'd go on a free road trip. Right. And that's free food and a free trip and a free <laughs> don't go to class day. So I enjoyed it. Um, and then it was something I was good at. And I think I learned to value myself cause I wasn't really important to anybody. Um, so I think music became what I found solace in. Right. Um, and then I joined choirs in high school. I was, I, I've been doing it professionally since I was 11 and it just, I just never stopped. And I don't think I've ever had the motivation of being famous or rich from it. Um, still neither of those things, but I think I just have a profound safe place and a safe space with music. And it's like, uh, you know, you always hear people say music is my life, but it's the reason I'm alive. It's every, it's a reason for everything. It sends my daughter, my family to school. It pays the bills, but most importantly, it keeps me sane. It keeps me, me, you know what I'm saying? If I weren't doing music or anything in the arts, I don't know what I'd look like to me. So that's interesting to begin to try to imagine or put into this perspective, but that's kind of an unsure what it where it started. Where you say music is your 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 safe space and being on stage yeah. and sharing your passion with the audience yeah. is is clearly something that that really means a lot to you. Yeah. But yeah, I think. Um, and, and you know, to be honest, I think it, it, it's great to be on stage, but I feel like I'm always singing or doing something anyway. So it's like it started from in my bedroom, so I wasn't always like successful in the arts, you know. And it took a long time for me to become what I'd consider a level of success full, but yeah, it's just what I've been done. You know, I think like, I don't just do it for work. It's what like, it's what gets me going. You know, it's like my fuel. It's, it's being creative and just using my voice is, is like first nature and everything else is second, I think, you know. When you turn to music, what is your, you say you, you, you the first song that you learned was Nelly Furtado's Turn Off The Light. What a great song. But what's your, what's your secret love? The, the, oh. the, where do you go back to? Obviously, you're in uh, the Drifters Girl, and we'll talk yeah. about that a bit later on. But but yeah. where do you go? Where's your, what's your your secret passion in terms of what you listen to? My mom, my mom. Um, I, I've never been asked a question. But my mom. I remember growing up. My mom would sing any note. She could hit any high note, but she'd be washing the clothes at the river with her hand. Right. 
she'd be hand washing the clothes and she'd be effortlessly hitting these notes. And I was a mama's boy. I was her tail, right? So wherever she was, I was. So automatically I'm behind her and she had an extremely vast repertoire. Like, I don't know where she got the money to have so many cassettes. I just gave my age. But she had it from Celine Dion to Whitney Houston to, you know, Elton John to Peebo Bryson. I don't even know if people know who that is. You know, Luther Vandross. So I think all those all those sounds and growing up around them made me want to emulate those sounds and, and those techniques. And and then she had some of the greatest people, you know, that 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 that's when soul music, remember when soul music was a genre, was an actual genre. Um country music, she had country music, she had rock and roll, she had R and B. My sisters loved Usher and stuff like at the time. So I think music automatically grounds me back to having moments with my mom even though it was a tumultuous relationship i do remember feeling so safe knowing she was singing because when she sang that meant she was happy right and i think and also i just admired how good she was and i don't think she's ever she ever knew that how how good she was um and also my mom we would we didn't have electricity growing up so like we'd tell stories and hold her on to the concerts and stuff like that you know we'd have a competition who can write the better story who can write the better song you know Stuff like that. So I think that it automatically was inbred into me, but I didn't really know, or neither did she, that she was procuring an environment of the arts. It more so was like we were having fun or a party, right? Um, and I think that's where my connection is solidified at its base. Well, that's what music is, though, isn't it? It is, it is a party. It is fun. It is a, a sharing of, of joint passions. It's And it's communication, because I'll tell you this, as a child, I was very um, misunderstood um uh and i think every time i sang is when i'd see people see me as like personal or like that's when you became visible growing up so like if i went to karaoke and also like i felt like when i sang whether it was at church nobody cared about what you were once you were singing it was music everybody could relate to that so i knew that was some form of a universal language or something there um it's almost like a kaleidoscope right um, we all have different experiences with this visual but we're seeing something you know that will leave a mark so i think Music is probably the easiest way to, to communicate with in on the human paradigm. Tell me a little bit about home and growing up. You said you didn't have any electricity. So so where is home for you? I grew up in Jamaica, in Clarendon, in a place where we went 20 minutes to the river to fetch our water if we wanted to drink, if we wanted to shower. You know, I was a kid that was always running up and down naked. So nowadays it's like, you know, you come to this country and it's like uh, somebody with a shirt off is kind of a little bit of a big deal. Where I'm from, you go to the river and everybody's butt-ass naked and you go back home and it's no big deal because that's just what you do, you know. My um, Saturdays were once you fill the main tank, you would carry the water and your mom would do the laundry and then you would go home and you'd play outside until it was nighttime and you go inside and if it was a Sunday we'd go to church and we'd come back and we'd I'd have to study and then you know we'd have a little we'd I'd play the drums and you know we'd we'd just that's how my family were and we we're very huge roasters of each other you know so my family we roast each other so that's kind of like but we're always singing and dancing, you know, which is interesting because coming into the Drifters Girl, I've not danced this much in my entire career because I'm known for vocals, not dancing. And it's been a very interesting journey how I've I've been in the room with, you know, with with, with, with the, the choreographers and, and just how, how your body and your mind, you know, um, I want to use the word evolve into the idea of movement, you know, um, it's fascinating. So moving from these humble beginnings in Jamaica, where it was no electric, 
getting your water from a river <laughs> yeah. to the sparkling stage and the show of the drifters and the fantastic soul music which is a big love of yours what's it like yeah. to be in that show when you got that phone call to be in the drifters go how did that feel to be part of this Ah, uh, so um, my agent is kind of um, whenever we book something, he's very dramatic. I say, right, Ben, and um, so we were in rehearsals for actually, actually, I almost never got got went back to the final callback for Drifters Girl because a funny story is we do first round of auditions and we do second round of auditions, and I'm like, whoa, like you know, um, at this point, I feel like my life was changing already. I've been making so many different changes just to my mental and stuff like that, and I think. That's a conversation some people think is a bit too deep. But anyways, without getting too deep, uh, I've already been manifesting a different vibe and energy for my life, right? And I think I was putting that into my work ethic and, and how I wanted to continue to be in this industry. Given that I'm from X Factor, I think most people think because you're from the show, you walk into rooms and it's easy and it's great. But it's been so traumatic as well because you walk into rooms and people either think you think you're the better one or people, you know, expect that you don't belong or like I've had so many different ideas and variations of that experience. But the most important of it is how I feel going into rooms. And I've always felt like, hmm, the X Factor is such an easy show compared to the musical theater industry and just being a working performer, you know? Um, and so I was at the gym in at home in Yeovil and I got a text from my agent. He said, hey, I need to talk to you. But I saw that he posted, oh, it's it's nice to end the, the, year, the, the weekend booking the biggest musical tour in the UK. I was like, who is he referring to? Is that me? Did I get the, the, the thing? And he waited until the Tuesday. This is a Friday he posted this, and I got a call the Tuesday when I was in the gym, and he told me. Of course, I had my assistant and my daughter and my you know family on. And so I shared that good news with them, and then I was like, okay, now I need to prepare and, and, and be ready for this. And I walked in, <laughs> you know, I didn't expect anything to be easy, but I walked in hoping I'd have to work harder. And then the room told me I needed to work even 10 times harder than I expected to, which is good. Um, and it's been, it's been challenging, but I think every day I walk away learning so much and I'm, I'm taking the challenge on for sure. And every day I think it builds my confidence as well as a performer. Cause I don't think that's something that I've had time to bask in or try to develop but I think that's helping me there as well. Tell me about the show. It's a fantastic show. Oh, the well, songs the show. from the Drifters yeah, under the boardwalk, yeah. up on the roof, Saturday night, the movies. We got, we got Saturday night at the movie. We got Little Red Book. We got Stand By Me, which to me is my favorite number in the show. Um, Ash does that. It's incredible. Um, it's it's just amazing, man. Like we have the movement's incredible. We have we have Jerry Wexler, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm Wexler. Uh you have Nat King Cole, you have Johnny Moore, you know, you have you have Ben Nelson, uh the list goes on. Ahmed Erdogan. Uh so many, so many amazing characters that are being brought to life. Of course, we have Faye Treadwell, who is, you know, the Drifters girl. Um, incredible, incredible, incredible cast. So I think people are in for a treat. Like I'm in for a treat and I get to get paid to be here to sit and watch the show while I'm in it. So I get the best seats in the house. Um, so, and also I, I think it's a, it's a huge blessing as well. You know, we're very blessed to be doing what we do for a living and at this level as well. So it's just gratitude. And as I said, it's great to be in the room. Um, one of my best experiences in my career that is almost 20 years one of the best experiences I've had, I've been, I've had in my career. Tell me about the story of the Drifters Girl. Um, if it's, if somebody's going to come to see it, they, they, no, obviously they're expecting the music, but but how does it play out on stage? 
All right, the Drifters girls. So basically, you had Faith Treadwell, who was the, the woman that made sure that the Drifters were okay legally, right? She fought the battles that most musicians don't really have the, the, the capacity to, right? So she was the one that's making sure that their trademark and their, their, their name became theirs again. She's the one that is in the room making sure they get certain pay, money paid a certain way, keeping the Drifters' name alive, trying to go through the whole the hoops of the industry. And she was that woman that made the Drifters. Most of us, know, anyone that knows of the Drifters don't really know that Faye Treadwell was the trailblazer behind this group's success. And so it's basically telling the story of her meeting, um, you know, um, Treadwell, George Treadwell, and how both of them took the Drifters, they took the Drifters to a different level. And um, you can see that the show navigates her relationship with George as well as the industry, because here comes a black woman who's not had any in, um, you know, experience in the industry. And then she's about around a bunch of misogynistic men who think, what do you know? And she actually produces results. And so you see her go on that journey of earning that respect, but also the power but also losing so much as well. And um, I guess it's just a beautiful story of how life can be so com you know, complex, right? But also for me, the best part is, and I have a daughter and I was raised by women. So seeing a woman in that role is extremely satisfying. It's the most gratuitous feeling ever. Um, and she's a badass performer as well. So I think, you know, it, it, it has action, it has heart, it has, groove it has music it's entertaining it's going to hit you it's going to hold you and i think the depth of this production is going to be an incredible thing to come and see for somebody that is in two minds about coming to see the show what would mm -hmm. you say to that person to you know to tip them over the edge to come and see you on stage if you're in two minds about coming to see the show uh honestly if you are a person that loves to see a show or you, you like to go to the theater and watch a musical or a production, this is a show you want to see because there's nothing that you, it's probably so unpredictable, but I guarantee you, and you hear people say this all the time, it's not just that there's something for everybody, but the minute you keep, you, you start watching, so many things are happening. The show keeps going, right? So you have people, we have to change character sometime mid, mid in, in, in split second, you know, because almost all of us play, four to five different characters, right? It's funny, it's it's so funny, it's, it's, it's hilarious. It's funny, it's heartfelt. It will bring you to the depths of feeling like you feel so much gravity, but you also feel so much lightness in how you're, you're on two different, you know, extremes of the continuum. You're laughing, belly laughing, and then the next time you feel like you wanna cry. And then in the middle, you feel like you wanna get up and dance. So I think that's what it really is. It's an all encompassing show. So get that ticket and come see it. Uh, you're gonna have a good time. It's been so lovely uh, speaking to you and the very best of luck for the rest of the show. And yeah, I'm, I'm blessed, I'll say. And, and there's still a lot of work to be done and I'm, I'm growing. And I think also for me, it feels new being back on stage. Cause I think I had a little, I had a, a hard time after the show, but that was great because adversity breeds strength, I believe. So um, it's incredible. And, and I'm happy to be sharing my gift with such an amazing team. I can't stress that enough. So it's amazing. Dalton Harris from The Drifters Girl, which comes to the Mayflower Theatre on the 12th of September. Find out more at mayflower.org.uk. As always, please like, follow and subscribe. Search for Grant Francis UK in all of your socials. And we'll see you for the next episode of Grant Francis Does a Podcast. Mm -hmm.